Happy Monday, beautiful people. Thank Happy you. Monday. Happy Monday. Thank you all for tuning in to Conversations with Friends. This is Lanita. Happy Monday, y'all. I'm happy to be back. We took a few weeks off um, from the new show. Really enjoying the new show. Uh, the energy of sharing the work and the energy and the passions of my friends. I have some really dope friends, y'all. Um, I'm excited to continue to bring more folks on and share more love and positive healing energy with you all. So I'm going to get back into the swing of things here. Uh, episode 13 on the new podcast. And this is definitely officially forever. There's no other podcast that's going to come and it's going to be better than this one. That comes from me. Today is going to be the best one that you ever listen to from me. And it's going to be my all-time favorite one forever. Um, and that's all because I have my longest running friend of my life. And I guess officially she will always be. Uh, Janelle Jones is on the show today, a.k.a. my mom. Welcome, mom. Hi. Can you hear me? (laughs) (laughs) Hello, everybody. Hello, mom. Welcome to Conversations with Friends. Thank you very much. Nice to be here. Yeah, it's nice to have you here. Um, A couple weeks ago, my mother agreed to share some of her energy and knowledge and love with a friend's parents who were considering changing their lifestyle for their health. And I was blown away. I was blown away, y'all, at the passion and the knowledge and the coaching and the energy and love that she was that she shared with these folks who she had never spoke to before um and I don't know I just knew my friend actually recommended it as well and I thought the same thing mom you got to come on the podcast <laughs> oh, here I am so welcome <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, not something that's probably super comfortable uh, for Miss Miss Jones. Um, and even that's, you know, that's really what it is, Mom, though. Is I was so, I was blown away because it's not that you're shy at all. You're not at all. Um, but, you know, you're also not just talking to anybody about anything for long amounts of time and all that. You did amazing with them, though, Mom. Oh, honey, thank you. Thank you, because I knew it was important. And it is important, and you know it's important, and that's really um, what most of our conversation is going to be about today, is that you know it's important because you have lived um, a life of many healing opportunities, and in the last years of your life, I've personally watched you and witnessed you, and I know that you were doing food things back in the day, which we're going to talk about today a little bit, but um, you've really you've really witnessed and experienced what you were talking, so that's yeah. what's so amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I have. Yeah. Um, All right, so let's do this. So everybody that comes on the show, we start a little bit, um, a little bit of background to talk a little bit about how we got to where we were today. Um, So I know that you, and actually, as I'm just saying this now, I can't even remember all of what I know about it, but I know that you did some food stuff. You used to always be on a diet when we were young. (laughs) So let's let's talk a little bit about... um, 
about your past with food and what food has been like for you. And because、um, that's that's really what we're going to end up talking about today is how you've healed with food and what you were recommending to Evelyn's parents. So tell us a little bit about Janelle and. Maybe just about—I mean, whatever you want to say—but I'd love to hear a little bit about where you come from, food, and your understanding of food, and maybe your first interactions with vegetarianism and things like that back in the day. Food has always been a love. I've had a love-hate relationship with food.、Uh, more love, probably, than hate, is in overeating and eating the wrong kinds of food when I was younger. Yes, I dieted a lot when I was younger, but it, it wasn't. It was just a diet to reduce calories and lose weight. It wasn't a diet that was going to be healthy and fulfilling long term for me. So later on in life, I'm 62 now. Later on in life, I finally realized, along with my daughter's help, Lenita, along with your help, that I needed to eat the right kinds of food and not call it a diet anymore, and call it a lifestyle change and stick with it. So my attempts to do that. Were good at first, but well, hold on. Let's not get into all of that yet. Let's not go that far yet. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get into that because because、um, that's a lot. That's a lot of the movement of it. But、um, so, what what was dieting like back in the day? What what was what did dieting look like for you? What what did that <laughs> consist、dieting、of? Was, food and 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 what yeah, did it look like? Yeah, it was it was just cutting my consumption of food way down. Cutting calories. I didn't. It wasn't a matter of trying to eat what was healthy. It was a matter of trying to eat what was low calorie,、hmm. and not eating very much food at all throughout the day.、Hmm. Cutting it way down, starving myself、hmm. was basically what it was. Yeah, and so that's why you ate those rice, those rice cakes, because they didn't. Rice have... cakes, God, remember rice cakes? I do. What the heck? Yeah, it's awful. They're awful. There's no nutritional value. It's their salt, and but because rice cakes back then were considered a kind of diet food,、mm. but that's how people think of diet or thought of diets back then. All that's changed now, though, of course. So. But yeah, noodles, top ramen noodles. That would be my meal—a bowl of top ramen noodles, one package. I mean, that was a staple,、know? though. Too, that was a staple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well,、um, yucko. It's not good. Well, so so which, so you're saying back then that was it. So was was the idea of what a diet was was specifically about cutting calories to lose weight? Exactly.、Uh-huh. That was all it was. That was all it was. So for you, you weren't really experiencing. Did, did you know about vegetarianism when we were children, or even younger in your early twenties? Very, very little.、Mm-hmm. I mean, I knew that it wasn't something that I had any plans on studying or trying. It、yeah. didn't sound right to me. <laughs> that, <laughs> just how, John, that just shows how dumb. That just shows how I can say ignorant I was of exactly what it involves. Yeah, I've never been a big vegetable eater. This meat and potatoes, meat and potatoes, starch, 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 pasta, cheese. But you know, never, <laughs> never vegetables、mm-hmm. other than potatoes. You know, yeah. So I, no, remember, it, it, I remember a lot of potatoes, onions. Yeah, yeah. Just one, <laughs> one basic vegetable. Yeah, potatoes. Onions. I, I always try to remember, like, what what fresh produce did we have? And I always remember potatoes and onions. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's not—that's not much, is it? No greens. No, definitely、oh, no, no greens. Oh no, it was awful. 
Well, so, you it know, was it's, it's like you said, it is how people ate and definitely how people ate in where we were at and, um, and our apartment complex, even specifically and everybody around us. And, uh, no one really got it. You know, I don't know if you know this or not, but, um, the first, the first time I ever made a correlation or, or had a correlation created for me and like had this, uh, association between food and health was through Coach Scotty. Coach Scotty was the first person. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he was the first person. He, um, freshman year, which I just got back in contact with him, too. It's hilarious. But, um... I heard. <laughs> yeah, Kiki and, and then me, too. Yeah, it's beautiful, though. It's cool. Um, Good. Is he said, you know, we were drinking soda, like, freshman year, early in the year, too. And he said, you know, that'll give you cancer. Huh. And that was the first time anybody had connected food to my physical health. Right. And I listened. I stopped drinking soda then. And remember, uh, you grew up for many years on sugar-sweetened Kool-Aid, which is like one of the worst things. It's probably worse than soda. Yeah. Nobody said Kool-Aid was yeah. giving you cancer. I wasn't trying to hear that anyways, because Kool-Aid was it. <laughs> yeah. You- well, you should put so much sugar in it. It was just unbelievable. It was unbelievable. Two, two cups of sugar to one gallon of water, Mom. You remember? I do. Good I was Lord. a Kool-Aid maker. I know you were. But you remember? Two, two cups I of sugar. I had to have that recipe down. <laughs> two <laughs> cups of sugar. Two and cups of sugar. And if we didn't have enough sugar? What you if we didn't have enough sugar, we just didn't have Kool-Aid. We didn't have Kool-Aid. Nobody was making no. less. Nobody was doing a cup and a half. <laughs> no, no, no. No, isn't that crazy? Wait, that's crazy. That is so true. We just would if you had like a cup of you wouldn't have Kool Aid because it would ruin the whole batch of Kool Aid. You'd rather just wait to get another cup. <laughs> right, right. Come on. Oh my goodness, it's craziness. It's oh, pure craziness. Hilarious. I remember that. Well, it's just craziness. But craziness. Let me, let me tell you though something about Kool Aid. So it is what it is. We drank it, but let me tell you how it something that. Um, it's it's connected to a deep um, uh, what is the word I'm trying to uh, manners you know to my manners so I had to make the Kool-Aid I had to keep it made but what I even remember more than that was that um, you especially would insist like you would get upset with me if I did not offer my friends a glass of Kool-Aid God. Um, oh my God. within a few minutes of them being there like wait Oh my like you God. come out, you don't see Kool Aid in their hand. You're like, Lenita, did you offer them some Kool Aid? <laughs> Kool Aid. Oh my God. But it's but it was about it was the manners. It was the respect of having someone in your home. And you. I was trying them. to push sugar on <laughs> on innocent young children. <laughs> Neighborhood children just trying to be healthy. You had them drinking Gosh. a cup of a cup of sugar Kool Aid. Now you drink your Kool Aid. Now you be a good girl. Drink your Kool Aid. Oh my goodness. <laughs> no, oh, but no. I, I mean, but for real though, you know that's that's a big deal to me because when somebody comes to my home, um, <laughs> that's something that was instilled in me very young. Well, you do. Sure you, you, you that's right. You make guests comfortable. You make them feel like they're at, at their own home and that they're wanted. You make them feel comfortable. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And that's what food is about, really. Like, regardless of what you're eating, you know, as you grow, you recognize the food of your childhood is mostly attached to those memories. And if you make it out alive and you don't get sick from childhood food. Right, um, right. You know, it's actually, it's quite sweet memories. 
Well, I do remember the times that I was with your grandmother in her household, and she would try to cook. She always cooked uh, vegetables. There was every meal, there was vegetables, and I wasn't crazy about them as a kid in grade school, but they made me eat them. Um, and I remember that they were offered healthy, mm. healthy items were offered to me, uh, at times, mm. um, at times, not always, but at times yeah. I do remember them being forced to eat the vegetables, which, you know, then that kind of turns you against them too. But, you know, I have grown to love them since then. And grandma was born in 1915. I've, I think I've said that on the show a couple of times. So. Yeah. For me, I personally feel like this this really deep ancestral connection to the early 1900s. Um, and when you think about how different she must have been raised and the food she oh, was gosh. fed, right? Like, oh, yes. Yes. Do you, do you remember, do you have any memories of anything um, from her mom or, yeah? Well, um, it was always, back in the day, back in those days, it was meat, a starch, and a vegetable. And then I don't know what they would drink at, at meals, mm-hmm. you know, but for like a dinner meal, it was always, you know, whatever the meat was, a starch and a vegetable. Mm-hmm. And then they would have dessert and stuff. But, you, you know, your grandmother showed me recipes of stuff that was always made from scratch. Yeah. Like, like, do you remember her tapioca pudding that was made from scratch? She learned to make that from her mother. Mm. Now, you know, now you just go in the store and you buy a plastic cups full of tapioca pudding. Well, when it's made from scratch, it is delightful. It <laughs> it's is. just absolutely delightful. I yes. do remember that. I, I was in love with that. But I, I to be uh-huh. honest with you, I mostly remember that sh- as I mostly remember her older and then she was buying the snack packs from the commissary. And I remember those. Right. <laughs> and she would right. always have them. She would always right. have them. Right. Right. But when she felt like doing something from her background, her um, life in the past, and she would make homemade tapioca. Oh, my God, it was wonderful. Mm. She also knew how to make a pot of beans to die for. Mm. Wonderful, wonderful beans. And she wouldn't hardly put anything in them, and they just tasted like just wonderful. Mm. I I don't know what she did. I don't know. Salads. She was a real good salad maker, too. Lots of greens and a salad, um, lemon lemon juice and um, olive oil. Yeah, just really good salad maker, too. Hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. so cool to hear. I um, I get a lot of praise for my salads, and my favorite salad dressing is lime juice and olive oil. <laughs> yep. That's yep. funny. Yep. I like it, too. She used a lot of red wine vinegar as part of the salad dressing either that or it was just lemon juice and olive oil mm. yes ma'am asmaret uses in her salads asmaret uses lemon juice i mean lime juice and olive oil lime juice yeah. asmaret does also yep it's the easiest yep. uh, half and half half lime and lemon juice too but lime really does add another layer half and half i always drizzle like a little agave and salt it as well though yeah uh, it out yeah that's cool to, to hear though because all those salad dressings are just loaded with fat and salt and can I say crap? Crap. You can say whatever yeah. you want. Well, they they may taste good, but they're crap for you. So yeah, you know. Um. So dieting back in the day, uh, I, for some reason, I, I guess I just felt like was Rosie a vegetarian? Was Rosie into eating healthy? She was into plants and stuff. Right? She cooked. Okay. She cooked. 
whereas I didn't do much cooking. As you remember, she cooked. She planned meals. Yeah, she was, um, she, I think she realized the value of vegetables and fruits. Yeah. Um, I don't know that she lived her whole life around cooking healthy, but certainly a lot healthier than I did. Yeah, I just, <laughs> back, I, I back then. I somebody was a vegetarian back then or something. A vegetarian. Yeah, I thought that you had some old school health food, but uh. maybe it was just the dieting and that, and that makes sense, so. Um, yeah. so it was all about cutting calories. It was all about losing weight and just cutting calories yeah. and eating, basically eating so that you're not hungry. But you weren't really eating. You were re- you weren't eating for anything else, really. You were eating to just no. Not I just hungry. not be overweight. Mm. Yeah. Okay. To just not be overweight. To be a, at a good looking. It was all about looks. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, you did look good though. And well, yeah, but I wasn't healthy, <laughs> well. you know. Oh. All right. So um, so fast forward a bit. Um, we've gone throughout the years and um, I, I got really into eating healthy um, after. Well, I guess in college, really. Uh, and then after college, oh. it became even more serious. Um, and then I went vegetarian at 24, 23, 24. Oh. Oh. Um, and. And then I had Naya when I was 27. And I feel like after having Naya was when you and I really started to build an adult relationship. Yes. Um, and then we, and we would spend hours and hours and hours and hours talking. I can remember being in Phoenix with young children and talking to you, um, for a long time. And we really started to break some things apart and talk about healing and talk about feeling better. And I have just watched you, Mom, um, over these last, I, you know, I would say, I feel like when Naya was born, so eight years, uh, just changed so much. It's been mind-blowing. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. I want to hear a little bit. I want you to share a little bit with you, of your story. I, you know I know it, but tell me your story. Tell me a little bit about, let's say, um from, you know, maybe not so in the last 10 years, but from, I don't know, go back five, six years or so when you, when you remember first feeling some change or, um, you know, before your first move, because it's all of that. It's, it's you moving and it's you, you know, creating, um, even just credit and just building all these things for yourself. You, you've, you've changed so much and you've, you've worked on healing yourself and energy around you. Uh, I think diligently, um, and, and I just I not consistently. Well, I just let's hear. Been let's consistent. Hear. Let's hear. Let's hear well, a little bit about how 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 things have changed from you know you being living in San Diego. You're not in San Diego now. You're now up in Portland, Oregon. Um, how have things changed? Like, tell us a little bit. Well, um, I've for many years have known the value of of eating right and eating healthy. I just haven't always put it into effect. So um, while I was still in San Diego, I would try to change my lifestyle with eating habits and exercise and jogging and taking long walks. And, you know, I could do it for like 
up to four months was the longest. And then I always say, it's my taste buds. My taste buds say they want fat and then they want um, carbs and they want all this bad, rotten stuff. And so I could never do it for very long. And then I would, go again, re- re- think about everything one day and say, okay, that's it. I'm going to go on another healthy healthy eating kick, and I would do it for another three months, and then I'd fall back. And right now, since I'm in Portland, I'm not eating healthy. <laughs> but I know that I need to be, and I know that someday again I will. It's just a matter of doing it and sticking with it, and that seems to be my problem. But moving up here, Things are different in Portland. People are different in Portland. And very different. Um, It's a healthier, quote-unquote, atmosphere, food-wise. It's just different up here than it is in Southern California. I mean, there's there's a lot of, you know, fast food and yada, yada. But there's also, like, it seems like a movement for people to eat right. I don't know if it's been this way for long or whatever, but it's, it's different up here in Portland. And so you feel that movement? Do you feel like you're a part of that movement? Do you feel... Um, I'm, I'm definitely right in the midst of it. Mm-hmm. It's just up to me to become a part of it. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely in the midst of it. It's around me all the time. I see it every day. And I see people that are um, not overweight. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know if that if that makes a difference or not. I, I don't know. I'm, I feel the movement. I know I'm in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. But... And so in comparison to Cali, do you feel like you saw more obesity in Cali? Because that's a super interesting perspective. I didn't notice it, but I haven't been in Cali for years now. Maybe not more overweight. Just I think it's a lifestyle thing because Southern California, it's sunshine. You're out. You're jogging. You're at the beach. People are out moving around. It's a different feeling up here. It's a little harder. It's not so easy with the seasons and the winter and the and spring and I mean in autumn, you have it's harsher. So you're not out maybe exercising like you would normally be in riding your bike. I mean, people even though I see people riding their bikes up here back and forth to work every morning, long distances. It's, it's again, it just seems like it's a healthier routine daily up here for a lot of people than it is in Dago, in Cali. Yeah, it's just, I don't know, it's like when you're in Southern California, you're spoiled and you're lackadaisical and you you just, you know what I'm saying? It's different. It's just different. Yeah, I feel like although Southern California has changed so much, um, there is a stagnancy to, to life there. Because yeah. you live in Southern California, it's like because well, you're in Southern California in paradise. I mean, yeah. once you get established there, if you have a place and a job and you're paying your bills and everything is like at least just um, you know so so, it's like well, <laughs> I'm making it because I I live in Southern California and I can afford to live halfway decent. No, I made it. Oh, there's there's not too many uncomfortable <laughs> things that are going to make you think of changing. You know, it's like it's just right. such a comfortable place. Yeah. That lackadaisical, you know, this we're spoiled, this just sit back and enjoy it kind of thing. You know, it's a different attitude. Hmm. Yeah, that's cool to hear you're tuning into that after being there for not that long. 
Although you've been up there now for eight months, so almost eight months, yeah, yeah, almost eight months, <laughs> and trip. this will be my first winter here. So I told your sister the other day. I said, "Well, after this first winter, I'm going to be able to tell whether or not this is going to be a doable place for me to actually live, <laughs> you know, for any length of time." Yeah, because I've never done a winter up here. I understand it does does get cold. And I've never lived any place where it was really cold. So this will be it. It's already cold, though, right? It's already cold. Mm-hmm. But, and it's not even winter. Yeah. It's not and cold. It's, yet cold. it's just kind of cool. <laughs> so in the morning, Sunday, when I get up to go to work now, we're talking 36 the other morning. Yeah. 36? That's almost freezing. What are you talking about? Yeah. It is almost freezing. It's going to get below freezing regularly in the morning. And and you know frost on the windshields mm. which is nothing that's we had that in san diego in the winter time there'd be frost on the windshields out in alcohol every now and then but the point is but isn't it a big deal when it happens you're like oh my gosh right. there was frost, frost on my, on my window, window. <laughs> how do i get this off what am i gonna do come on but i couldn't even go to work i had to i have to call in guys i have frost on my window <laughs> I, i'm not gonna be able to make the drive down the eight today you know, and now I'm going to be thinking about driving in the snow. What? Well, what? so let's talk a little bit about what you do when you, because I love the energy that you gave. And that's really what I wanted to capture on this um, show is, is your energy um, behind why, you know, I mean, obviously it's because you feel better, but like, what is it that, what changes when you eat well? Obviously you're not doing it now, so you can talk about maybe pains that you're dealing with now, but what, what is the difference in between you eating whole foods, plant-based, or, and what is it that you eat too? Because, um, that's what I noticed the last time that we didn't get to, you told him no processed foods, but that came until later. So I wanted to hear a little bit more about what is it that you are and not, and are not eating? What does the diet actually look like? And what differences do you have in between your actual physical body experience and mind, too. I want to hear about the emotions and mind, too, because I know personally that there is a change in that. Yes, there is. It's a change for the positive. But the foods that I eat when I am on my healthy eating routine, mostly vegetables and fruits. A higher percentage of vegetables than fruits. Um... You cook them. I usually cook them because I have issues with my teeth. Not anymore. You don't. Well, I do. I'll tell you about that later. But anyway, (laughs) (laughs) but anyway, just because I have a full set of teeth in my mouth doesn't mean they work good for eating. But we'll go into that. I'll tell you about that later. But anyway, um, greens. Any of the major leafy greens, cabbages and kales and bok choys and. Just greens, 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 greens. Beets, um, stuff that you go into the beautiful vegetable place and you see all kinds of wonderful. I love bok choy. I just love bok choy. It's such a neat vegetable. I love it. It tastes different. It tastes wonderful. Um, sweet potatoes. I wouldn't even eat white potatoes when I'm eating healthy. Sweet potatoes. I don't even do yams because there's more sugar in them. I try to stay away from sugar, sugary foods. Sweet potatoes. What else would I eat? Um, I don't like squash. I even tried spaghetti squash. I didn't care for it, but I know it's good for me, so I ate it. Um, 
Papitas, papitas, what do they call it? The little sunflower pumpkin seed. seed. Oh, pumpkin, yeah, pumpkin. They're, they're the papitas? inside of a sunflower seed. Yeah. Not a sunflower seed, a pumpkin. Okay, you know a pumpkin seed is white. Yes. But inside a pumpkin seed, there's another seed. What? <laughs> <laughs> what the heck is that? I didn't know that. I did not know that. You said inside, there's a seed within the seed. What kind of stuff is that? For, for plants are wonderful. Plants are wait, wonderful. Say it again. Oh, wait. Plants are wonderful. How are you going to have two seeds? In, okay, so if you just eat a pumpkin seed by itself, it's great. If you take the little seed out inside, that's even better. It tastes even better. Mm. I used to just eat handfuls of what they call, I forget, pepitas. Pepitas. Uh, pepitas. P-E-P-I-T-A-S, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Oh, my God. I would buy them at um, Sprouts. There's a Sprouts in San Diego. They don't have them up here, I guess. Sprouts. And, my God, they were so good. They would also dry okra. Mm. Okra and stuff like that. And I would just snack on, like, dried okra. With a little, they put a little bit of salt on it. Oh, my God. I used to love that stuff. Um, I did um, dates. Medjool dates for something sweet. They taste like candy. Medjool dates. They're the big, soft, sweet yeah, ones. It's just like cool. having, just like having, oh my God, they're so good. It's just like having a piece of candy. And fruits, um, whatever was in season, whatever's in season, um, lots of, any, any fruit. Avocados. I was, I made salads. I ate salads, avocados. Um, I eat a lot of beans. I eat a lot of beans. I would put um, black beans in my salads. I would put garbanzo beans in my salads. Mm-hmm. I would cook beans. I would put different seasoning. Oh, I got big on, um, what is it? Um, what's the um, Indian seasoning? Oh, God, I can't think. Masala, um, curry. Curry. Cotton. I'm like a... I'm a big curry fan. <laughs> I haven't learned what all the wonderful seasonings are, but curry, I put curry in everything. Mm. When, I'm, when I'm eating healthy, I just put it in vegetables and just everything. So, yeah. And then what kind of processed foods do you eat then? Because you have a very, you you, you shop very limited and, and you buy the same thing. So what processed foods are you using? Because I know there are very few. Okay. Packaged pastas, not made from wheat. Made from um, lentils. There were some I tried that were made from garbanzo beans. And still pasta, though. Still the same concept. It's still the same texture when you eat it. And it still tastes good when you put some kind of sauce or something on them. Really, really good. Um, well, I mean, the pepitas and stuff like that, that's processed. Yeah, but like bagged or packaged, like processed like pasta, like a plant turned okay. in. Because right, you so, don't do many, right? You you do very few processed foods when you eat like this. Very few processed foods. That's mm-hmm. like, oh my God, so very few processed foods. So very few. Mostly whole foods that mm-hmm. you just go shortly before you have take them out of the store. They have been in the ground and they have been shipped hopefully just as quickly as possible to this store. Mm-hmm. And you're getting them and you know, every now and then I would do canned tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Canned tomatoes. You do like a creamer, right? For your coffee. Oh yeah, creamer, thank, thank you. Creamer, coffee, that's all processed. 
And then, of course, my artificial sweetener. Mm-hmm. I never did get off that. I never did get off that. But I love that you yeah. said that to them, too. I love that you put that in there because I'm all about 80-20, unless you're really healing yourself. Because next we're going to hear about what changed in your body. And I love that you said that. So you're you're eating mostly whole foods, but you're still eat, drinking coffee and using creamer and using yeah. the pink packet of fake sugar that they say is actually the worst possible stuff you can eat on the earth. The you're yellow. drinking this every day. <laughs> The yellow packet. The yellow one. Okay, yellow or pink. They're both pretty bad. Yeah. There's pink, yellow, blue. I'm on the yellow. Okay. I'm stuck on the yellow. Pink, yellow, or blue packet. Um, Those are the three top artificial sweeteners, yeah. But you're drinking this daily, and you're still having massive changes in your health. So I just think that that's really important to to point out or to highlight that. That that's what actually happened is you're not 100% clean. No. But you're mostly clean eating. And the difference in the way I feel is almost 100% unbelievable. Okay, so let's talk about that. So let's talk about some of the medication that you're on right now and some of the, um, let's say, degenerative issues you're dealing with over the last 10 years of your life. How has your health changed when you're not eating well? Like what's really happening in your, your life? Okay, so I have degenerative arthritis in several locations. Where? Neck, neck, hands, feet. And I think I'm getting it in my left shoulder. It's what it feels like. So, um, it's arthritis, they say, is caused from different things. One of them, inflammation. Inflammation causes, as you know, a whole bunch of different problems in people's bodies. But when I, or right now, I'm taking, I have high blood pressure, so I take a prescription high blood pressure medicine every day, one a day. I am also taking a prescription arthritis medicine. Every day, one pill every day. Um, it controls my blood pressure. It controls the pain I have uh, in my neck and in my feet, but not so much in my hands. It's weird the way it doesn't work on all the arthritic joints in your body. It's weird. Anyway, so you're on two pills. Two prescriptions. Two pills. Mm-hmm. Two prescriptions a day. Yes, and have been for goodness knows probably twenty years. Close to twenty years. Wow, I didn't know that it was that long. Um, okay, and so the what's the arthritis like? The arthritis pain is debilitating. It is absolutely debilitating. It hurts. When it hurts, it hurts constantly. If you have it to where you have bone rubbing on another bone, it's agony. It's absolute agony. And you <laughs> have it in your just... neck really bad. I can remember you talking about your neck, and and you're you can't really do much when you're like you're in all the way pain. Right, right, because it's 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 a, a pain that shoots from the bone, the, the joint that it's in, and the pain radiates, radiates up the back of your neck into your head, mm. and it's just constant. It doesn't stop. It's just a constant pain because that bone is rubbing on that other bone. It's it's horrible. Mm. And your fingers, so, sometimes you can't use your hands. Tell me, say, talk about the hands. I have some arthritis and both index fingers and both pinkies really bad the left index finger I cannot make a fist when I make a fist that finger only bends halfway it's swollen the inflammation it's painful the arthritis it's bad I can't do anything uh, with that finger if I bump it on the couch it's pure agony you know I just if I bend it too much trying to hang on to something grab something it's agony it's, it's bad mm. it's bad so, 
when I go on my little healthy eating routines, I no longer take either of those prescription medicines. I check my blood pressure. My blood pressure without the pill every day when I'm eating healthy is below normal. It's wonderful it's because I'm not taking any salt in. I'm not taking any of that processed crap in. It's how, how quick does it happen foods. to you, Mom? Like how, how quick from making the change to do you stop taking the pills? Oh, within a couple of days. Within days? Within a couple of days. It's, it's unbelievable. Within days, That's, not a week or two? <laughs> no, no, no. You're so, you know, wait, I can't believe listen to me. <laughs> listen to me. It only takes a couple of days for all that crap that you have eaten to get out of your system. Then when you start putting the good stuff in, boom. <laughs> it's like, oh, I, my blood pressure is straight. If I take blood pressure meds, I'm going to be below and pass out and have to go to the hospital. I don't need that anymore. Oh, my neck is not hurting. I don't know about the finger because I haven't. The finger is the newest part that's hurting, so I don't know about the finger. No, but, but yes. I remember back in the day, your hands didn't work well. And you also used to use um, the deep blue. And I can remember you putting a drop of deep yeah. blue on your on your finger yeah. and it getting better really quickly. Yeah. But you yeah. used to have, you've had hand problems. And you Long and they time. would just work again. They didn't work before. And then your hands just yeah. worked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Two I days, please. Mom. What are you doing with your life? I know, sweetheart. Two days? I thought it was like yeah. two weeks you had to wait for no. results. No. Oh, no, my no, goodness. No. Well, I know what we're talking the about the next pressure. time I talk to you. <laughs> Listen to me, especially with the blood pressure. Because processed foods and all that crap that I normally eat has so much salt in it, it's the salt that raises my blood pressure. When I cut out on the salt and the processed foods... I'm not taking in all that salt. I don't need blood pressure meds. My blood pressure falls within normal range, quickly, within a couple of days. Mm. It's it's amazing. Well, it's absolutely it's, amazing. It's important to to just notate too there that it's processed foods and salt together. So salt, like sea salt, official good salt from the earth, is not what is causing issue in people's bodies. It's the highly processed salt <laughs> that they use and salt like or those products that they use to make those foods salty, which is the issue. So if you were using some sea salt on your food, you you would still be okay. But it's that processed food is what it is because the processed foods have no other nutrients in them. They, they are devoid of nutrients. They've been devoid. They've been, it's been removed from them, especially with water. And so there's nothing to actually balance out all of those things. It's, it's garbage. It's all garbage. It's packaged so pretty, and it's put on the aisle right in front of your face so that you just go for it. It's easy. It's fast. It's garbage. So we know that. And as an Aries, though, we got to put that in here because I do talk astrology on the show sometimes. You're an Aries. And so although how you just said that, (laughs) fast, convenient, that's going to be what the Aries, I mean, maybe not necessarily convenience, but you guys like fast, quick movement. You want to keep moving. Right. We like that instant gratification type thing. You know, let's go. Let's get this done. Let's do this. Now let's move on to the next thing. Let's go. Chop, chop. Um, yeah. So, Mom, I have to bring this up because just last night, this was this was so funny. And this is just going to be uh, just a little side note here. But this has I have to say it now. So a friend of mine, Hevelyn, my Pisces friend, Hevelyn, who we were just talking to, she is caring for a young Aries, a young Aries girl. She's two, I think, or three. 
She's two. Oh, gosh. And she has the same birthday as Kiki. (laughs) No, April 4th. Oh, no. April 4th, yeah. And actually, the young woman that was here that was just taking the pictures, uh, her birthday is April 5th. So. No. um, (laughs) So that's what I tell people when I find out they're Aries. I just laugh. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) But, um, But in a very loving way. I love my Aries. Um, so she's telling me about this little girl and she was trying to put her in the car seat and the, the young girl was just looking at her like, I don't want to get in my car seat yet. So I'm not. And she sat down on the ground and just waited. So Hevelyn overcame this in a very brilliant way. She ended up, um, working with the girl and she, well, what she did, she's like, I really want to read. And so I just sat down and read my book and let her sit over there and do her thing. And it worked. And when she was done, the little girl was done, she got up in her seat and then they moved on. And so it was really successful for them. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, you got to trick. You got to kind of trick an Aries into, you know, get them off. Yeah. It's, it's not trickery. It's a shame. But you got to kind of trick them. You got to trick us. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, we're so. Not easily, we're not easily led. You're not easily gullible. led anywhere. <laughs> we're not easily led, but we are gullible. We are gullible. <laughs> so there's a way. You just have to be wise enough to know what the way is. Well, and yeah. so that's yeah. so that's what I want to ask is that um, so she's a Pisces, and you know Pisces are we tend to be wise, wise. Um, and so Very. she did this, and she got this girl in her car seat. And as I'm thinking, as she's telling me, I'm like, wait a minute, I'm putting myself with Naya and Roz and the kids, and I'm like, <laughs> there is no possible way that the universe would ever give me an Aries child because. I don't care how wise I am. I'm not the one that if I tell you to get in the car seat and you don't, I'm I'm not the one. <laughs> I'm not that okay. mom. So why was I given an Aries child? That's a whole other that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, because you because you do really well with the Aries child, but that's what I want to ask you. Why were you given a Pisces child? Is what I'm more interested I in. I don't. Two know. Pisces children. <laughs> I don't know. So what? So what I, I want to know is what was it like? I asked you the other day about how I was, which I don't want you don't have to repeat that. But I'm I'm interested in what was it like for you as an Aries mom to have a Pisces daughter? And Lamont, I don't know if he was if you felt like you had a Pisces. Oh, he was. He was. Oh yes, he was Mr. Sweet. Oh yes. So what is it oh, like yes. for an you Aries guys. mom? And this is totally we just totally changed the subject, but this is conversations with friends. <laughs> Um, what was it like to have a Pisces child? Because I, I just, I don't, I, I'm pretty confident the universe would never give me an Aries because I, I just wouldn't be able to cope with having to, that, uh, no, get in the seat. It's time to go. That's just it. <laughs> yeah. Well, honey, I, I have realized this more lately, but always felt like, for years, I have felt like you're the mom, I'm the child. And that probably Even sounds as a little rude. girl? Not a little, little girl. Yeah. No, not a little, little girl. But definitely after you became an adult. But as a little girl, I would often feel guilty because an Aries, we're in a rush. We are rash. We are impatient. All those things go against a Pisces person and child, especially. So 
my expectations would be, you know, let's let's take care of business, let's do this. And you're you're more like, well, let's think about this first. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I, I don't I don't know if I feel that that's the right thing to do. <laughs> mm. You know, and then there would be the sensitivity issue on your part, where if I would say anything too harsh or expect too much of you, then there would be tears. And then you would want to, you know, go away kind of thing. Mm. Um, well, if I also, like that, I would want to go away. I would want to disappear. Yes, disappear or just not react anymore, not be a part of any conversation, mm. not, you know, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Tune out? Yeah, maybe, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. interesting. Yeah. You always had you always had a lot of patience. You always had understanding. Even as a young child, I think you had a lot of understanding. I don't know that you realized what it was all about, that you realized that you were actually understanding people, but you had it. Yeah, it was it was very different. Very different. Mm-hmm. And in comparison to having an Aries child, just I can remember having to hold Kiki once. We were in our bedroom when both both beds uh, were on the two sides of the walls. Yeah, and yeah. she was just losing it, like arms flailing, screaming. Yeah, yeah. And I had to like bear hug her and th- and like uh-huh. throw my body on the ground to get her on the bed so she could just stop with her arms. <laughs> And yeah. then she was able to calm down. <laughs> right, right, right. And it's I like just couldn't comprehend, like, what is wrong with this person? What is wrong with this person? Why is she? Why does she is need she her crazy? arms? Why does she need her arms contained to be able to stop acting like this? This is crazy. Why, I, honey? I, we don't even know. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know. But then after the the fiery, you know, explosion and the anger and yada yada, quickly we cool oh, down. The right fire away. the fire cools down and then, you know, life is good again. But that's yeah. fire. You know, it's that fire is fire. It just comes up in us and it just wants to explode out and we don't seem to have any real ability to stop it. Mm. I've I've learned it's it's wild. I've learned though, the older I am, the less I burst out, you know, verbally or otherwise. So yeah, I'm getting better at it. But yeah, you, I'm 62. You You'd think that, you know, by now I, it's still there. <laughs> it's still there. I feel it, and I just am able to control it a little bit better. Mm. Yeah. So you were, so you did actually have a different parenting experience by raising a Pisces versus an Aries. Um, that's interesting to hear that, that you, you, you made me, you made me, you <laughs> made me want to do better. You still do to this day. I don't know how to say it. You made me want to slow down. And do things more right hmm. as a mother, if that makes any sense to you. I didn't always do it, but you made me want to. Hmm. It's kind of hard to explain. But. No, it's, I totally understand it because honestly, that's Roz <laughs> for me. That's my middle child. I was your middle child, um, although Lamont yeah. wasn't in the house with us. I am a middle child by birth. 
and um, Roz is the exact same way for me. I feel like I feel like with which is different for you, but I feel like with Naya and Zakai, they the energies that we have, we could the three of us could interact and have zero percent conflict for years I think and I'm talking about day 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 after day after day we just are our frequency is so similar um Roz has is also has that very similar frequency but then he also has this other frequency <laughs> that brings in I don't necessarily say conflict but it just brings in this conflictive type of an energy into the home that if we didn't <laughs> have it um None of us would be pushing ourselves. You know, we wouldn't be pushing ourselves. I especially wouldn't. I especially wouldn't. They would be such easy children. <laughs> um, I wouldn't be pushing myself uh, as much, you know. Um, obviously, this is, you know, hypothetical. But I feel like when Roz was born, because of how demanding he was, how sensitive he was. But, you know, he's a Cancer, Sun, yeah. Pisces, Moon, Scorpio, Rising. So Pisces moon, that's Pisces moon, but Scorpio rising too. And it's the Scorpio rising that's the conflict that he brings. His cancer and his Piscean is because Zakai has a Pisces moon and Naya is Pisces rising. So we we all vibrate on this similar water sensitivity. Even Zakai with his Leo rising and his Sagittarius sun, he is the most sensitive little boy though, you know. Sensitive, yeah. So we all have this. But Roz brings this Scorpio in though. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's weird, huh? It's, it's real. It's real. And why I talk astrology and, um, why, you know, I'm so thankful. It's, it's interesting because it's coming up. You were so into it and, I just remember, I remember always being, you know, told that I was such a Pisces, you know, like. You are. You've always been. <laughs> you are. And yeah. I didn't. People I tell you that? Um, well, not so much now, but I can just remember it as a child. No, yeah. actually now people are more surprised to know, learn that I'm a Pisces. And I think because of my Virgo rising, though, I think as I've gotten right. older and in public, I'm much more of a, of a Virgo. Yeah, um, but I didn't really appreciate astrology as a child because it felt like I almost felt like it was like this defining thing that I didn't understand. I didn't really make enough right. sense. And like everybody just kept telling me you're so Pisces. And I was just like, well, Why you want to label me. Yeah, don't it just label didn't make me. sense. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm also an Aquarius yeah. moon. So I was like, wait a minute. I got to be myself. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Don't label me. I don't know what that label means. I don't. And to be honest with you, I, I've broken up with it and I've broken up with astrology and I've, I've let go all of these labels, but, um, it's just so that I, I can't. Astrology labels are ones we can't really get rid of because we're kind of stuck with those. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, they are labels and they are extremely expansive. Um, they are universal communication that over a lot of time, many humans tuned to just like over time you can tune to the communication of the plant world or of animals or rocks um the earth herself um so what i'm saying is just it's 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 really dope that i came from a home that was so so astrology based um because it it took me a long not a long time it was it was in my early 20s but it took me a while to to come to it on my own with an open heart and be prepared to well let me see why they keep telling me 
I'm right. salty with Pisces because <laughs> I never right. liked eating fish, so it made sense. But right. Um, but Do you yeah. remember when um, uh, Perry would come, Perry and Laron and Home Sheriffs would come and go swimming in the pool with us and stuff in the summertime? Oh, those are my well, favorite days. Yeah, so, you know, Herman's a Capricorn, Perry is a Capricorn. Mm-hmm. So, Perry and Laron, this is when, you know, you guys were fairly young. What, juniors, middle middle school, or end of no, um, I was elementary end of grade school. school. Yeah, we okay. were elementary school. They were junior high. But to show how much astrology was in the family and your your surroundings, you know, they knew what signs they were. They knew that they their nickname for Herman was Cap, yeah. short for Capricorn. Oh, that's why it was Cap. Oh, yes. I knew that was his nickname, but I didn't know that's what it was. It's because Cap. Capricorn. Oh, okay. they, Ron and Perry called him Cap because he's a Capricorn. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> Cap. That's how into it it was that's how much it was in in our in us you know what i'm saying well yeah Yeah. i remember your books and i just kind of remember you kind of being the go-to if somebody had an astrology question they were going to ask you you know and they still do sweetheart they do to this day because i still am the same way i'm the same way at work i know everybody's sign if they have questions they come straight to me (laughs) well what does somebody do and to this day i'm 62 it's it's just always been in my life like this Yeah. yeah Well, yeah. it's in our family, it's in our genetics, and it's in our mitochondrial DNA, and healers are who we are, and, um, you know, I, it's such a strong feeling that I have that um, we have amazing gifts as a family, and, and especially as a, as a line of women, and it really is time um, for us to stand in our power of these gifts, because we are healers, we come from a line of healers, and... You know, healers need healing too, and we definitely have a lot of healing too that we've gone through as a family, as individuals, as a family, as a ancestral line. Um, even just thinking of your grandmother, my great grandmother, and grandma, and how they died and how they how their lives ended. You know, I know I know for certain that those things will change with you. Um, the senility, you mean the, yeah, just in yeah. so many ways. Dimension. Even just dying in a in a yeah in a convalescent home with you know wow. no functioning. Like I, I just know that for myself, I am creating a new path for our for our DNA for our line. That's wonderful. That's mm-hmm. great. I know you are too. <laughs> I know you are too. Remember the dream when I dreamt that you had vines growing out of your eyes. I do remember, remember me. You remember me dreaming the same dream was that Roz was a healer. Roz healed his father just like he's a little bitty boy, and he said he told his dad, "Get on your stomach. I'm going to walk on your back, and I'm going to stop your back from hurting." That was in my dream. What? <laughs> what more do you want, right? It's a dream. Why would I dream that? I wonder if I dreamt that because maybe Rosie will be a healer. Rosie is a healer. Rosie is a, Rosie was born a healer. He has healed me on so many different levels. Um, Rosie is the most sweet, sensitive healer. And ever (laughs) since, ever since I told him about that dream years ago, um, Mm -hmm. uh, we talked about his healing hugs. And anytime he hugs anyone, he gives them the greatest, strongest hug. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, Mom, is we are, we're we're plant people, we're healers, we're plant people, we come from a line of people that have used plants medicinally and to heal their community and themselves and their family. 
Um, and I'm so grateful that, um, I'm so grateful that I have, that I come from the womb of an Aries. Um, I would have gotten, I would have been beat down. Matter of fact, just an Aries friend a couple days ago, we had a conversation about, um, uh, he said something to the effect of, well, you're so soft. That's why, you know, if you weren't so soft, you wouldn't get walked all over. And I was like, wait a minute. I don't actually get walked all over. No. no yeah. No. Um, and no. that's the thing is. That <laughs> that's how it looks to an Aries, though. <laughs> that's how it looks to a lot of people because uh, I don't stand up for myself the same way that other people do. Though, what so many miss is that I actually stand up for myself much more than most people do when they do it in a reactive and highly aggressive or angry way. Right. You do not like confrontation. Pisces don't like confrontation. So, you're not looking at it like, oh, I'm not standing up for myself. You're looking at it like, I don't want to have a confrontation with anybody, so bye-bye. You don't like confrontation. Um... I don't mind confrontation now as an adult. I think as a child, I definitely didn't. I don't mind it now. It's just, it's nonsensical. Um, if it's over, like, what somebody said or, right. you know. Right, um, It just doesn't, it just doesn't make any sense. But the way that I do right. stand up for myself, and this is the thing that, you know, why I'm so thankful that I come from an Aries mother is that I'm... First off, I'm not, I'm no scaredy cat. Like I, if you, if you want to get down, we can do it. It's not actually a problem. Right. Um, Right. (laughs) But, um. And your brother's the same way. Yeah. Well, you know, Rosie was doing karate today and I, and I, the teacher keeps teaching them to push their thumbs down for their fists. And it, it just kept bringing back memories of like me being taught how to fight as a child, you know? So it's. It's like I, I, I was prepared on how to protect myself. I have protected myself. I've protected friends. I've protected family. Uh, I've attacked family. I'm not, I'm a fighter. It's, that's not, I come from a fighter. But my point, what I'm trying to say is, is that the way that I stand up for myself and the way that, um, the way that I've learned how to from you is it's, it doesn't, a fight, a confrontation just isn't necessary. What you can do is change and everything changes. Like you change yourself, you change your mind, you change your environment, you change what you're eating, you change what you're saying, you change the people you're around, you change the state you're in, whatever you need to do, you change (laughs) and then life changes. And so to me personally, the greatest way to stand up for myself, I can't say this is for anyone else, but for me, the best way for me to stand up for myself is by taking control of every situation I'm in and creating situations that I want to be in. So that's work. That takes work. So I, uh, again, I stand in admiration because that takes work. That's, that's a lot of work. It takes a lot of planning. It takes a lot of uh, mindfulness. That's a lot of work. Mm. It's interesting to hear you say like that, though. Like, that's a lot of work. And that's probably why a lot of people are more reactive versus... um, Yeah, that's interesting. Because to me, it makes no sense. Because every time I've been in a fight, I ended up in more trouble. So... So what's the what's the point? So did, I did this. Did I didn't win? Even um, if I won the fight, I didn't win. Yeah. And I mean, and I haven't lost many fights. So it's not like I'm not like I can't. Again, you know, it's it's 
it's not it has nothing to do with capability i'm i'm not scared right. I'm not right. a scary person. I was taught how to fight. I come from a fighting family. And I'm yes, not talking about just fighting yes, physically. I'm talking about we're just fighters. <laughs> both right. sides, you know. Right. Um, right. It just never made any sense. It always made sense to change. But the point is for me and, and what I really want to get out, um, just having you on the phone and this opportunity of my mom and me talking, um, is that every single thing that I experienced along my journey as your child has given me all, you laid out the path for me to be able to learn how to stand up for myself in the way I had to, because now mom, um, and this is one of the most beautiful, beautiful truths of my, of my life, um, because of the life that I lived and the experiences I've had, nobody really, nobody really can do nothing to me. Like I've been, I might like my immune system is, is, <laughs> is the strongest it can be when it comes to those types of things. People can't push me and control me and, and make me react in ways that I don't want to. For the most part. That I don't want to. For the most part. For the most part. Uh, that's control. You have control. That's wonderful. You're a lucky. You're not lucky because it wasn't luck. You did it. You did all the work. You have control. But so how many see, people don't? Yes, but the thing is, is that I was given the opportunities to learn it, and that's what I honor, and that's what I, what I really but push into at people. Least, at least you understand that you were given the opportunities. You saw. That you were given, you know, a lot of people just miss all that. They miss opportunities. They miss, you know, so. They again. don't recognize that, that their actual life experience is this, these opportunities to become this great version of, of yourself. And, right. and so that's what I wanted to put in with having an Aries mother and a, and a Pisces daughter. And I'm so sensitive. And I honestly, <laughs> as I get to know Aries, I feel for you having to have raise a little girl. And I was the sweetest little girl, especially like yes, it must you have been hard you. <laughs> it was, you were so sweet. And again, I say I, I dealt with guilt all the time. Why did I raise my voice at her? Why did I say that to her? Oh, my God. Oh. And. And you broke my yeah. heart. Like it would be, it would be the way you looked at me. I can remember still right now. Anytime you got upset, your eyes would become so intense and so on fire, and you you couldn't look at just one eye <laughs> because you were so irate. <laughs> and I can now I can tell, especially as a mother, I can tell like your blood was. You were so frustrated inside. You didn't know what to do. You would look. You would take both of your eyes and look in one of my eyes and then look in the other one of my eyes and then look in one of my eyes and you would look back and forth between my eyes. And so I'm standing here as a little girl like, oh my gosh, she's so mad. She's looking in both of my eyes and I'm trying to like follow your eyes so I'm looking at you and I don't get in trouble for not looking at you. <laughs> but that's how I was thinking because you mentioned this that I, I really like to make people happy. And so as I'm getting in trouble, I'm thinking of how can I make her not be upset? Like, I didn't really care that I was getting in trouble. I just didn't want you to be upset anymore. And that's what people don't get. My desire to get you to not be upset anymore was so that I could not feel discomfort. (laughs) So I was working on helping you feel better so we could all feel better. (laughs) And that's very wise. What kind of wisdom is that? For a little girl, wisdom, that's wisdom. 
exceptional wisdom. Gosh. Well, I think that's the Pisces. Um, uh, yeah. I feel honored to to walk in the energy of it, and no matter. Wisdom. Yeah, there does seem to be. Um, that's how much more wise can you be? Just to be able to think that way. That's complete wisdom. Oh my God. I envy. Well, <laughs> oh, yeah. how, how I wish. But there are situations where you need that Aries fire. And so um, I'm thankful, Mom. I don't know. I just I feel like you gave me every single experience I could have ever needed um, to be able to become the woman I am today. And I honor who I am and I honor the mother that gave birth to me and who had the courage to walk me through the paths I needed to go down so that I could become this woman that I honor um, because honestly, um, I wouldn't be okay with not striving for better always. I, I, I'm not that person. I wouldn't be content with life if I was chilling. So. Oh, no. No, I know that. So, um, yeah. you gave that to me. And I think it's, uh, a big part of my path is to help people recognize that, um, sometimes what you might think is some hard times that you had really were just amazing blessings if you can recognize it as such. Um, if you can recognize it as such. Yeah. That's the key. If you cannot dwell on the fact that why did this happen? If you can recognize it as such. That's mm. another gift or quality that you have for me that a lot of people don't have. <laughs> if you can recognize it as such. Yeah. That's a toughie. Well, we, that's can, keep, a, that's we can keep working on it ourselves, though, and encouraging others, too. Yeah. So. Yeah. Step by step. Um, it's an hour and four minutes, Mom. You thought we weren't going to have enough. No. I, I heard you in the beginning, too, trying to get everything out in about 10 minutes. <laughs> like, whoa. <laughs> It was like, I well, I, I don't know. I used to eat, I used to eat diet food, and then now <laughs> you try to have a whole conversation, Mom, in five minutes. <laughs> I've never done one of these before. I'm, now I've got to hang a little bit more. Now I understand with your guidance. Okay, an hour and four minutes. Really? You were like, let's wrap it up. We are done. I dieted, <laughs> and now I don't. <laughs> Oh, no, an hour and four minutes. Wow. Hour and five minutes. Um, wow. So we'll wrap it up. Um, that'll be the other thing that I just have to to, to lastly say, because um, who knows if you and I will ever record our voices again, again like this. Yeah, you know, you never know, though. You uh, never know. You never know. But um, excited for what tomorrow brings. Um, but, you know, another thing also that being raised with two Aries women and just with you and Kiki and being raised with people who really were fiery and easily excitable and uh, temperamental, perhaps. Um, oh, quick to anger. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of really kind ways we can talk about the Aries. Fire. <laughs> um, <laughs> let me tell you, though, Mom. Amazing, amazing gift that you guys gave to me because... I can remember being young and feeling like it was my responsibility to make you two laugh. And, um, and I've been able to walk my life with that responsibility to make people laugh and not feel like I, like I can't ever like any, anyone I meet, um, 
just about every every time. You know, a few moments when it's really not called for, I I cannot make someone laugh. But um, even in the uncomfortable times, you guys, let me tell you, man, just it's just such an amazing thing. Um, the gifts you guys have given me because every time I every time I'm able to make you laugh. I feel like I've done like good work for the day, and well, you have because life. laughter is important, and a sense of humor is of utmost importance. And Pisces senses of humor are subtle. You guys are subtle with it at first. You're, you know, you're not brazen with it. You're subtle, and then it's like you'll say something just like we're having, and it'll be the most funniest damn stuff. It'll be hilarious. <laughs> it'll be, but it's subtle at first. You're, you're like. You oh no, she did not just say that. Yeah, you have to pay Oh no, you did not just say that. And then once it starts registering, then I start, yes, it's hilarious. <laughs> well, I'm also the same way, but you really have it. You really have it. You'll say some stuff and then I'll be like, oh no, she did not. Oh no, and then, 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 oh, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Hilarious. I, I love it. I love, um, hilarious. I love it. Like the clown, like you clown me when, when you called me today and I was driving and I said, yeah, I got the Bluetooth and on now so I can talk to you while I'm driving. And then I said, I'm going to stop at the store and get some ice cream. You said, way to go, mom, with your lifestyle changes. Like clown. I told people when I got home, she laughed. I said, yep, yeah, need a clown in. There's our sarcasm and that wonderful sense of humor. Yeah, she way to go, mom. I Way said it, but I didn't say it like an ass. I said it. Way to go, Mom. Good lifestyle <laughs> yeah. choices. Well, I have good lifestyle choices. Yeah. I kind of mean it, though, because ice cream does make the day happier. I think the only reason was because the last time I talked to you, you were also getting ice cream, but... Yeah, uh, I'm a, anyway. I'm, I need help. I need rehab. But anyway, people out there listening, eat healthy whole foods whenever you can consistently and it will make a huge difference in your health physical health mental health your attitude your whole daily existence just do it but keep doing it consistently don't go back and she said in a couple days y'all a couple days i'd never heard it being that quick a couple yep. days. So, I mean, even in, even in a worse situation, maybe you're looking at a week. And we're not talking about, she's on two pills, right? So, we're not talking about somebody who is um, extremely sick or has a bunch of degenerative right. diseases and on autoimmune right. diseases. So, it could take much longer for many of you. But if you're on a blood right. pressure pill, my mother just told you two days of not eating processed food. Nope. Nope. And eating nope. whole foods from nature and, her, and she no longer needs her blood pressure pills. So, um, nope. the solutions are many and they are varied and there are birthright and thank you, Mom, so much for sharing you. your energy. I love you and your love and your passion um, and your time and um, and your wounds. Good luck, people. Good luck, people. Good luck. All right, Mom. Okay, honey. Um, friends, I will be back. So I have not fully decided if we're going to do this every week or if we're going to do this every other week. I have a feeling we're going to push this out to every other week, but keep the show going just so that um, we're continuing to share our friends and our sphere, what we're doing, how we're healing, how we're moving. Uh, but we might also keep it up with once a week. So I will talk to you soon. I'll update you soon. Until then, family, peace. Happy Monday.